Good morning. It's August 25th. It is a soggy gray morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Donald Trump got a mugshot in Atlanta. He looks scowling and haggard, and under the strain of it all, he broke his own principle and went back on Twitter to post about it. That's a bigger marker of vulnerability than the mugshot itself. But he also signed a new defense lawyer, the guy who helped get one of Ray Lewis's stabbing partners off the hook for the Atlanta Super Bowl murders. So there might be some hope for the former president even yet. Anyway, that's the lead story on the waterlogged front page of the New York Times, which was not put in a plastic bag before being dropped on the doorstep in the rain. So in addition to the harsh lighting and the scowl, my picture of Trump is very wrinkled. There's a day two story about the apparent killing of that plane load of people, apparently including Yevgeny Prigozhin, as the Times writes, under six bylines, an explosion on a plane believed to be carrying the Russian mercenary leader Yevgeny V. Prigozhin most likely brought down the aircraft on Wednesday, killing all the passengers aboard, according to U.S. and other Western officials citing preliminary intelligence. As before, there doesn't really seem to be anywhere else Prigozhin could be but in the wreckage of the plane, but absolutely none of the sources of information involved are sources anyone wants to take at face value. The intelligence officials that the Times talked to believe that the plane was not shot down, as some people speculated in the beginning, but brought down by some other means. The explosion, the story says, could have been caused by a bomb or other device planted on the aircraft, though other theories, like adulterated fuel, were also being explored. Blowing up the plane with adulterated fuel would give it a little bit of that Vladimir Putin criminal mastermind panache that's otherwise been missing from the story of him evidently blowing up his enemy's airplane. The exigencies of print deadlines and the obligations of political news coverage mean that a swath of today's newspaper is dedicated to Wednesday night's kiddie table Republican presidential debate. There's a full two-page inside spread, including news analysis and a critic's notebook column from people who were paid to watch the debate, and someone would have to pay me to read it. The headline on the takeaways column is how Ramaswamy stole the show. Presumably he stole the show by being a weird, jabbering monster. It seems like Vivek Ramaswamy maps exactly onto the Andrew Yang phenomenon, a semi-random dork injecting himself into the primary season at a time when everyone is bored enough to pretend to be interested in him. Yang, because he was running in the 2020 Democratic primary, did it by offering a sort of goofball centrism to audiences hungry to see a normal guy. Because Ramaswamy is on the 2024 Republican stage, he's doing it by being a psycho for an audience that wants vituperative paranoia. Who knows? Maybe this will get him Trump's vice president slot, but mostly it looks like the coverage is its own reward. Speaking of soulless robots, there's a front page story about how AI is coming for office workers' jobs. The Times writes of the new generation of AI systems... These tools can rapidly process and synthesize information and generate new content. No, they cannot. They can't do any of those things. They're not processing information. They're not synthesizing information. They're not generating new content. They're just stringing words together based on existing patterns of word strings. It's only new content in the sense that they tend to glue together words in sequences that represent factually untrue propositions. 
It doesn't mean we won't all lose our jobs to them, though. An ex-cop in Orange County, California, killed three people at a biker-slash-cop bar while attempting to murder his estranged wife, in case anyone was worried that mass shootings would go away with all the other stuff we got going on. All the wildfires are still burning, especially around Athens. Page A19 has the headline, Officer is suspended after knocking man off bike, which leaves out the fairly important fact that the bike was a motorbike, and that by knocking the man off the motorbike, by hitting him in the head with a cooler, the cop killed him. And people in Connecticut are now legally allowed to shoot bears if they feel that the bears are a threat to them. Good luck to everyone on both sides of the gun there. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again on Monday.